Hi, I'm Brad Pike, and you're listening to Experience the World. Today's episode is The Hotel. The Hotel. A big building full of beds where you sleep while on vacation. I know right now you're frustrated because it's unsafe to stay in a hotel and sleep where thousands of other people have slept. So I've made this auditory experience to exactly replicate what it's like to stay at a hotel. So I'd like you to close your eyes and imagine you're walking into the Nickelodeon Hotel in Orlando, Florida. You smell the sour, acrid air like black mold and dirty bathwater. You hear children's laughter as they splash in the Nicktoon-themed water park. And near the front door, you pass an old man in a Tommy Pickles costume, holding a giant baby head under his arm and smoking a cigarette. You ask the front desk clerk for a room. She asks if your children would like tickets to the Double Dare show tonight. You say you have no children, and you never will. She asks if you would like the family package, and you say... No, you have no family. You're alone. She says, she's sorry. And she says, the hotel's full up, except for the angry beaver's room. You say you'll take it. And as you grab the key card, she says, don't forget to come down at 9 a.m. for the SpongeBob Bikini Bottom Breakfast Buffet, where you can meet your favorite SpongeBob characters, like SpongeBob or Patrick or Sandy, or Mr. Krabs, or Plankton, or Gary, or Mrs. Puff, or Squidward, or Larry the Lobster, and you say, thank you, thank you, I'll remember, and you go upstairs to your room, the carpet crunches under your feet and the walls are covered in peeling sticker murals of the angry beavers. The Angry Beavers was an early 2000s cartoon about two beavers who get into mischief, usually because of the younger brother Daggett's misbehavior. But it's getting late, so you set down your luggage and get ready for bed. You want to fall asleep to a movie, but there's only one available. A loose DVD of The Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. You put it on and get into bed. The film starts in darkness. Just the sound of a distant baby crying and scraping metal. Then out of the shadows, Fred Flintstone slowly approaches the camera. Behind him, his family is on fire. He says, I don't know how this message will reach you, but you're dying. He takes out a dinosaur vacuum cleaner and starts vacuuming up burnt ash and bones. He says, you're in the hospital hooked up to life support machines. Your brain suffered catastrophic contusions. The doctors say, if you don't wake up soon, you'll slip into a permanent coma. And the dinosaur vacuum says, it's a living. Before Fred Flintstone can continue, you turn the TV off with the remote and fall asleep. The next morning, you head downstairs to the Nick Cafe for the SpongeBob character breakfast buffet. The Spongebob theme song plays over the speaker, but slowed down and distorted. 
as you load up your tray with Hey Arnold shaped pancakes and take a seat. You're the only one in the cafe. Patrick Starr comes over to you. He watches you eat in silence. Then he takes off his head and it's Fred Flintstone. He says, you were in a car accident. You accidentally steered off a highway bridge and smashed into a billboard. Your body flew 50 yards through the windshield, saving you from the exploding wreck behind you. Now you're in a coma in the intensive care unit at Palm Coast Hospital. You get up and pull off Fred Flintstone's head, but there's nothing underneath. Blood gushes from his neck as Fred's face grows pale, and he says, Do you hear me, honey? It's your mother. Please wake up. You leave the Nick Cafe and go for a swim to clear your head. Sitting under the slime time bucket, you let the dyed green water splash over you. When you go back inside, it's late at night. The Nickelodeon Hotel bar is open. A beautiful woman is sitting alone, drinking a cocktail from a pineapple like SpongeBob's house. You take a seat next to her, and she asks if you're here with your family. You say no. I have no family. She says, my husband and I just had a fight. He wanted to go to Disneyland. You say, I'm sorry. She says, I'm not. Can I buy you a drink? Soon, you're both drunk and kissing by the Bionicles display. She whispers, let's go up to your room. But your husband, you say, he won't care. We have an agreement, she says. And you both stumble up the stairs and somehow you manage to slide the card key to get into your room. And you continue kissing while you undress each other. You take a condom out of your bag, tear open the wrapper and put it on. And when you turn back, the woman's face is Fred Flintstone. Honey, it's me, your mother. Please wake up. I love you. You were in a car accident on the way to the Nickelodeon Hotel. Your son Braden threw a Beyblade at your head and you steered the car off a highway bridge into a billboard for the Spiderwood Chronicles. Your whole family exploded, and it was so, so sad. But I want you to know, the forensic team recovered their charred bone fragments to put into the coffins. So we buried that. We put the little burnt bits of bone in the coffins. And I hope that gives you some comfort. Please wake up. Fred Flintstone's jaw unhinges. Please, please wake up. And you fall into his gaping maw, deeper and deeper into the dark void. And suddenly you open your eyes. You're lying in a hospital bed, machines beeping. Next to you, your mother is weeping. Oh, thank God, she cries. He's awake, doctor. He's finally awake. The doctor runs over. It's Fred Flintstone. Around his neck is a stethoscope that's just a long, thin lizard. And now you notice that all the medical equipment is just different dinosaurs. The beeping is a pterodactyl saying beep. The ventilator is two little dinosaurs blowing into your nostrils. I must still be asleep, you say. And your mother says, no. This is what the real world is, honey. The real world is prehistoric times, and all technology is dinosaurs, and we're all cavemen, and cars are dinosaurs, and the dishwasher is a dinosaur, and horses are dinosaurs, 
I mean, there, I, there aren't, there are no horses. There are just dinosaurs. And I don't even know what a horse is. You mentioned horses, not me. I don't know what that is. But you were on a cartoon, you say to Fred Flintstone. He says, that's how your damaged mind distorted reality in your dream world. Oh, I guess that makes sense, you say. But then you look in your hand, and you're still holding the Nickelodeon Hotel key card. And that's the hotel. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash devilsdaughterpodcast. Editing by Gabby Gottlieb with production help from Jason Ryder. Special thanks to Patreon subscribers Andrew Akraboff, Sam Bowers, Ann Welty, and Susie Carroll. If you like this podcast, check out other Devil's Daughter podcasts like Talking Shop, in which hosts James Dukin and Rob Grabowski interview comedians in the Chicago comedy community about life, comedy, and everything in between. And Blocked, a podcast where guests do dramatic readings of their actual horrifying dating texts. And Devil's Daughter is now offering online improv workshops and classes through partnerships with local BIPOC improv teams and donations to social justice organizations. Your class tuition helps fund and grow our community. Check out Devil's Daughter's Instagram and Facebook for more information. Devil's Daughter. Devil's Daughter. Devil's Daughter. Devil's Daughter. Devil's Daughter. Hey, Devil's Daughter. I remember them.